Why is Abraham so important to us as Christians? He, he really is. Uh, it's so important to know his story. And uh, I'll start with some of the lessons that we learn about God. First, God plans ahead. He plans ahead for generations. He promises blessing to Abraham or to Abram as he is then called. And this blessing grows to be the blessing that will come to the nations through Abraham's offspring. So that's one thing. God plans ahead. Secondly, then, his plans are for the blessing of the nations. I think it's important to remember that. So easy to think that the kingdoms of the earth are so you know, sort of, we so despair, don't we, sometimes, but God's intention is blessing to the nations, all of them, by the way, and there's more than 192 at, at the last count, and more than that of uh, tribal and uh, ethnic language groups. Thirdly, God takes a personal care and a personal interest in Abraham's family. Have you thought about that? Fourthly, God holds off his curses on Pharaoh and Abimelech on behalf of Abraham, actually. Uh, fifthly, God repeats his promises. I think, we, I think we need to grapple with that a little bit, that if God uh, repeated his promises to Abraham so many times. Maybe he needs to repeat them to us, and may maybe actually our ears just need to be open to the many times that God repeats his promises. Number six, he creates the everlasting covenant, a covenant that he doesn't intend to uh, rule out, and actually he fulfills it in Jesus. Um, God expects Abraham to repent bad decisions or sinful decisions. Um, Abraham doesn't say sorry for anything but he changes his behaviour remember that number eight God is three in one amazing that he appears as these three men to Abraham out in the out in the desert and yet has he, he becomes one the Lord and then and then the Lord has this conference within himself which is obviously the three talking again so there you go God God the three and God the one. Uh, number nine, God is mighty God. Do you remember that he has uh, he has that title when um, Melchizedek uh, meets with Abraham? He's called the priest of God Most High. Uh, number ten, he has a God has got a plan for the actual land that Abraham stands on, and I think I'm just learning about this now. I've been reluctant really to think about that, but he does. The, the land that Abraham stands on um, is a specific geographical place and God has a plan for it. Um, 11. God only appears to Abraham occasionally in his lifetime. I, uh, I really don't want to think that it's true, but if it, if it is true that God only speaks occasionally, just think of sustaining power of his promise and his words over time yeah um number 12 
um, he, God creates a model of sacrifice. It's a model that includes blood sacrifice, actually. He's, God has already shown us this um, after the fall uh, with the sacrifice of the first animals, but now he shows that there is the sacrifice of what is most precious, the son. Yeah, and of course he withdraws that in Genesis 22, but the, the point is made, isn't it? Uh, number 13, he accepts worship at Abraham's altars. Um, not sure what else to say about that really, but he does. Um, God calls Abraham his friend, that's number 14. So God is personally uh, affectionate towards his people. Number 15, God blesses Abraham with earthly prosperity. Um, and uh, again, there's a danger to that, but he does. And number 16, God does not fulfill the promise of offspring like sand or stars until Abraham is long dead. And that's picked up in Hebrews chapter 11. Well, uh, what do we learn about Abraham? And I've got seven things here. So number one, Abraham comes out of an unfinished story from Ur to Haran and not Ur to Canaan. And so he picks up a, a command that God has given him much earlier. Secondly, Abraham is prepared to take on the adventure of faith. He's brave enough to do that, courageous enough. Thirdly, Abraham believes God and this dictates all of Abraham's actions, his faith in God. Number four, Abraham obeys God. He obeys him on several occasions significantly uh, and to his own cost potentially as well. Number five, Abraham takes a lot of decisions that protect his family, including uh, running after the um, armies of his enemies uh, to bring back Lot, uh, praying for Lot and his family, and also even lying at times to protect Sarah. He didn't need to do that, but he does. Number six, he's, and this is it really, He com Abraham compromises on doing the right thing. That's probably his greatest weakness and then number seven Abraham puts things right when he has made a mistake or misjudgment and we see him uh, you know making quite a complex um, treaty with Abimelech um, after you know being wronged by Abimelech and his men but uh, but just saying well uh, this is what we can do about that so uh, some lessons about God and about Abraham from Abraham's story.